modern day Pharisees. The Pharisees will and are here. And I wanted to give you guys signs that she's dealing with the Pharisee. Alright, so first before I go into the subject. <laughs> Pharisees. Let me tell you something about some of the Pharisees I dealt with. And not I'm 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 thinking about particular peoples, okay. Um Pharisees, they traps, they they lay traps for people. Yes, Pharisees will lay traps for believers. Pharisees will lay traps for believers to show other Pharisees and other wicked spirits that hang out with them that this believer is fake. So I had a Pharisee, a few of them, come into my life. Okay. And they're playing, playing. So I, what motivated me to do this was I was um, on my Facebook and, <clears throat> excuse me, I started noticing there's a neck group of people who used, I, I can't quite put it, I can't quite say because I don't want, look, peop, there was a neck group of people who knew each other. And let's say like they all knew each other and they all knew my situation and they all didn't let me know that they knew each other. But let's just say like, I'm going to be messy. Like some of, some of the Pharisees that tried to come towards me, like try to like either court me or date me, y'all be messy. This is to stop it. So what I've noticed about Pharisees is that they'll they'll trip you up. They'll try to catch you up and stuff. They'll 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 meet with other Pharisee spirits, talks amongst each other, and try to catch you up. So like you remember when the Messiah was walking in the field and someone picked a corn, and the Pharisees were there like <laughs> you ain't supposed to be eating no corn. You ain't supposed to be picking up no corn. This is Sabbath. And then Messiah went to go heal somebody with the crippled hand on a Sabbath. And they're like, you're not supposed to be doing that on a Sabbath. I mean, like, of course, the things he did was righteous. But a Pharisee will trap you into doing a sin. So therefore, they can go tell their other religious friends that you are a bad person. This is what Pharisees do. Pharisees spy on you. You know, just like they were spying on the Messiah, the Pharisees will spy on you and plot on you. But the whole time, they think they're doing the right thing because they're keeping the Sabbath to the T. They're doing everything right to the T. I mean, I've met some of these Pharisees that had Zeke Zeke's and fringes on and fringes on their sleeves. Still plotting on me. With all the all the looking down to remember the commandments, I was still plotted on by these Pharisees. So I'm going to give you signs that you're dealing with the Pharisee in a religious standpoint. Yes, the Pharisees are religious. They don't have a relationship with God. They have a very great memory retention of the scriptures, laws, and things that you are supposed to do that outwardly make you look like you have something going on with God. But it's the inner man where you can tell you're dealing with the Pharisee. Okay, because Pharisees have cold hearts. Pharisees are able to plot, spy, 
and destroy someone. Pharisees join other places because they have to have power. A Pharisee cares about power and fame. A Pharisee does not care about the community. They do not care about the little ones. They only care about corporation and money and looking the part. So you will find that a Pharisee will again look the part. I've had Pharisees come up to me because yeah, you know, when you're not in that community, you're not in, you're not in a camp, you're not dealing with anything religious wise, or you're not dealing with any cultural things. Yeah. You, you, you kind of don't, you're, you're, you're on the outs. And so when I would meet these Pharisees, they would never help me. What they would do is try to use me and try to find intel on me to go tell their other Pharisee friends what I'm up to. They have never helped. All they do is plot. This is what Pharisee spirits do. Pharisee spirits will copy off of, you know, let's say like I really truly believe the Most High gives certain men down here the ability to speak and talk and and do what he needs to get done. A Pharisee will see a man that got in and you know um, he 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 you know whoever they copy off of other religious leaders. You know a Pharisee never has their own personality. They, they, I've seen some of these Pharisees that I, that I used to know, they would go teach on a Sabbath and then go and watch one of the most popular, you know, camps and then go take their information and teach it the next week. You know why people do stuff like that? Because they don't got the spirit of the most high. He ain't telling them nothing. So you got to go on TV And I'm talking about particular persons. I ain't talking about nobody from anything that I've never met you. I never, I never breathe the same air with you. So I ain't talking about you. I'm talking about people who plot and scheme and play in my face. So you go and you go watch TV, you go watch your YouTube and you go see, you know, this dude, I, I'm not going to say no names, you go watch him. Right. And then you go copy his style. Cause that's what I've seen these people. They're like little kids, some of them. As soon as, as soon as they see the bishop on TV, they, you know, whatever, it's cool. But you know, you don't copy off of somebody else's, you know, information that God gives them. Like that's hella weird. But that's what Pharisees do. <clears throat> they go, they they create gods on the earth through other religious leaders. <clears throat> and if you you know, you, I'll, you know, you reverence people, but if you, if you don't reverence, I don't know, man, these people are weird. Modern day Pharisees have no heart. They will watch you get kicked and skit, spit on, lied on, cheated, raped, and they will not defend you because in they, and what they would do is the modern day Pharisees will tell themselves because God allowed it, that it's okay. You gotta understand the Pharisees were able to plot on the Messiah <clears throat> the Pharisees, God knew the Messiah. God knew that the Pharisees were about to kill the Messiah. He knew their plots. He knew the Messiah knew what they were gonna do. He saw that he he went he when they when they went <clears throat> and they went to go go plot on him. The Messiah heard it. He heard their thoughts. He departed from them. God will give you the ability to know when your enemies are trying to circle in and get intel on you being weird. So the Pharisees, 
uh, were allowed to do this, you guys. Yeah, the Pharisees, God allowed the Pharisees to live and kill the Messiah. So if you are a Pharisee and you're sitting up there sprouting and bragging about how you allowed things to slip and slide because God allowed it, it's not even God, it's you. Everything is a decision. The Pharisees could have said, you know what, the Messiah is an innocent person. And he was the most innocent person on the earth, but he's innocent. He's not doing anything. But it was envy and jealousy that made them not even listen to their inner heart to say, yeah, God's allowing me not to, God's allowing me to plot on this man to kill him, but I don't have to. The Pharisees don't think like that. They think, well, because I'm doing it, God wants it. No, God is testing even you Pharisees in the last days. He's like, I've seen a Pharisee talk about this is why we're not going to defend you think God doesn't, you think that's God? That's the devil. He's watching you. You, you, some of these modern day Pharisees don't realize the way the old days were, the same is down here. The same is down now. I mean, down here now. <clears throat> modern day Pharisees do not care about the people. They only care about their image. And you think that God is, with y'all is sometimes, like I said, many times the devil blesses people too. He'll the devil protects his best Kings and Queens. He protects people. This is his kingdom. So if you move in wickedly, because you know, Pharisees, they got to gather Intel before they even do the right thing. Instead of just doing the right thing and letting the chips fall where they're made. Like they don't want to be righteous. They don't want to be um, humble. They want to be right in front of the sight of men. And they want to prove a point to people. Pharisees have to prove a point to their flock that there is, that they have dominion. So Pharisees love to pick on the smaller people. And that's just how they are. They're literally here. You can tell who's a Pharisee. Okay, so how can you tell someone's a Pharisee? Again, lack of love. They lack love, okay? So a Pharisee will see you um, bleeding out. And because you might have ate pork five weeks ago and they remember it, they're like, well, that's, 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 that's God's judgment. That's God's judgment right there. That's judgment. That's God's judgment. I can't do nothing about it. It's God's judgment. Hey, he's bleeding out. <laughs> that's God's judgment. I ain't going to help him. God, God wanted this to happen to him. This is what a, a Pharisee could have a whole, uh, uh, a whole kit in their hand, and they will still see someone bleed out because they saw the person fork five weeks ago, and they'll say this is judgment. This is what God wanted, and and they have the ability to stop and help, but they won't because their religious heart tells them not to. It's religion. Because if they had the Messiah, it wouldn't matter if that person ate five, five pork five weeks ago. That's their soul. You go and you help that person. It doesn't matter what that person did. If the Most High says, pray for your enemies, then why would you ignore a fellow brother and sister in Christ who's bleeding out because you think they're not worthy of your help? A Pharisee. They make a rules and regulations on the earth that go with their heart, not with God's heart. Because remember, the Messiah and God said, pray for your enemies. That means that if your enemy is down on their luck 
and they did you dirty, you ain't supposed to sit there and, and, and pick and choose when you're going to do something for somebody. You do the right thing, even if it don't feel right to you, because God said so, right? It's hard. Pharisees don't think like that. They will literally set you up to die. Yes, the Pharisees will set you up to die. Now, let me tell you guys a quick story. What motivated me on here is because I had some Pharisees come in and try to spy in on my life. And I know the culprit behind it. I know the person who sent these weirdos to my home, to my life, just to get intel, to be a Pharisee. Because you don't, you know, <clears throat> these people will spy. Pharisees spy on people. They spy on people. They get intel. Pharisees got to keep an eye on everything because it's all about power and control. They don't get their power and control from God. They get their power and control from their religious standpoint and how they look. Pharisees regurgitate the same information for 10 years. You know, you know how it is to, to go see a new uh, place, people, you know, see new faces out there and they're all saying the same thing. You, you're not getting no new prophecies because they're, you know, no, no shade, but they're, they're not really close. You regurgitating things that have been out there for 15 years and quiet as a cat to me, Pharisees like to agitate people. One thing is, you know, I, I'll, I'll give you something like when you when you have a good spirit to you, people can just feel it when they come up to you. People will feel you. People will feel you, your presence. You know, a lot of times people, you know, Pharisees think that in order to have God with you, you have to look the part. You have to act the part. You have to sound the part. I am living proof that God can be with you and you might not be polishly clean you might not be perfect but god will still deal with you pharisees don't understand that god can deal with the smallest to the biggest because they're so big and grand they think that only god is dealing with them because they're on a tv or they're on youtube yelling at homeless white people triggering them you know and, and calling themselves prophets that's not that's not you know being a bully is just not it in these last days. You know, you got to pull people in. I pull people in with my presence alone. My, you know, you can pull people in when God is with you. You can pull people in with kindness. Kindness goes a long way than yelling and screaming and calling someone, you know, triggering people. And then quiet as it's kept, you, we just like, I, I remember there was a story that they used to say like uh, cake unturned, right? Something like that in the Bible. I forget, I forget what scripture. Oh my gosh. But it's talking about like how you'll never be able to tell who's who. So you out here yelling at everybody. You don't know four or four generations back, they might be one of us. And you sitting up there turning that person away because they don't look like it. Pharisees don't even think that far that they could be offending a little one that's walking past that God might've put on their heart, nothing can stop God from, nothing can stop someone, God from moving in someone's heart, but you can, you can, you can, you can, you can take them off track where they they get off of their purpose and they got to go right back to where they need to be just by a simple hearing a simple hated, hate, hate, you know, simple message. And I ain't trying to say nothing y'all, but my thing is like, the focus is weird. Like 
you could get somebody better by a better message, in my opinion. Like, I don't know. But God, most high is in control of all things, so it's none of my business. But it's just something I recognize that the Pharisees love to scream at people and trigger them. You know, bringing people in with honey is way more better than bringing people in with, uh, with, with bitterness, you know. Because you eat the words of the Most High, it's gonna hurt. Living his in living, when you ask the Most High and the Son to be kingdom ready, a lot of a lot of times people think, okay, I'm gonna read the Bible, I'm gonna get prepared. No, you know sometimes He can prepare you to to know what to do wisdom wise. You're gonna be like a ninja. But sometimes some of us, He'll put us through the fire where we will where we'll know what persecution feels like. We'll know what these things feel like, and we'll we'll already know it. We don't have to like have somebody teach us. We've been through it, and so anyway, I I feel like. Anyway, so these people came and, you know, I told this person, I tell people like when I was going through my trials, um, when I was going through the, the fire for, for those three years, um, and it never stops. Trust and believe the devil's always trying to come. Like he's always trying to come. He. I think for me, he's he's he did almost every trick in the book that I can think of now, and it's it's kind of funny now when I think about how the devil really just tries to come after me um, through people or through situations. But when it when I have a moment of clarity and clearness, this is where God comes in. And so right now, the, the trials the it stopped. But when I was going through it, and I was reaching out to Pharisees. The Pharisees will hear you go through things. Say, I'm sorry you're going through that. I'll pray for you. Hang up. <laughs> or the Pharisees will read that, hey, you know, um, my family member died. Oh, what happened? And then ghost you. This is what Pharisees do. They got no heart. Pharisees will listen to other Pharisees and, and, and plot on you, like plot on you. And tell you, tell other Pharisees that you are not worthy of help. And the Pharisees feel like they're doing the right thing. The Pharisees will come in and swoop in and, 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 and get it on and popping with you sexually and be married. The Pharisees do play stupid games. The Pharisees will ask people for alms and money. And, and 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 try to get all your money while while messing with other women because Pharisees, by the way, they believe in multiple wives. And Pharisees go back and forth from being a Jesus weird freak Christian to being an Israelite to being New Age. Because that's the end of it for Pharisees is to become New Age, to start wearing the unk and start talking about the universe and stuff like that. And because they, they never were with God. That's why when you think about a Pharisee, they can go from knowing the law, statutes, and commandments to going to being a super weird Christian to some weird things. They, that's, I've seen it. I've seen it with Pharisees, people who are super religious, who have no true relationship with God. They just have good memory tension. And they end up falling back. You know, a true believer, you're gonna fall down. You know, you might, you might fall down, and you might be, a, you might, not me, but you might drink, and you might stumble into alcohol, you might stumble into marijuana, but you stop. 
the whole you know holy the holy spirit doesn't dwell in sickness and uncleanness so you a pharisee will see that you might have you might be uh partaking in things and they'll take that one thing that you got going on and add to it a pharisee might see that you this is you eating pork that's not me but you might they might see that you're eating pork and the laws tell you not to they'll take you one time eating pork on accident or maybe purposely i never did it i'm just making a story up and then they will go ahead and see you eating pork and then decide that well because you ate pork now you can suck my you, you can do anything to me I, I i can prostitute you out this is what pharisees think a pharisee wants you to be absolutely perfect perfect in the sight of man they want to control your mouth control your mind control how you think pharisees do not know how to win people over with honey they only win people over with anger wrath you know, one thing about Pharisees is that they only focus on the evilness of this world and they say it's from God. So if you got shot in the head, well, yes, the most high lets everything happen, but the Pharisees will say it's from God because you, 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 you fell on the crack the other day and you didn't, you didn't say Salakia to the crack. What? Now, because you fell on the crack, you got shot in your head and, it's, and it's, uh, the Pharisees will say, say it's your fault. Because you didn't do X, Y, and Z. You didn't do this right. You didn't do that right. Because everything's about appearance and actions with them. They don't understand the spiritual side of things that happen. You might have fell on that crack, got shot in the head. Because two years from now, God has a different plan for you to go somewhere else. They don't understand the mysterious mysteries of God. They just see things right there and say, judgment. When you don't, as a Pharisee, you don't go and defend someone. You don't apply the laws of Leviticus 5 and 1. You don't apply. What does God say? It falls back on you. Think about it this way. When people don't defend someone and this person's been yelling out, you don't think God's going to do something with that? Sometimes the most high weights. When you, as a Pharisee, don't take actions that should have been, that you should have taken, it comes back on you every time. Think about all the church leaders who knew things about their people, right? And they did nothing about it. So maybe that person, you know, moved on with their life, but then it happens again. And now what happens is five, 10 years later, one year later, however long, now that Pharisees decide to protect the corporation and not the person, not the little one, they protected the corporation. Um, It always falls back on them. This is how God will not be mocked. Pharisees, you, sometimes the devil will tell a Pharisee, again, like they can see someone being bleeding out, but because that person ate pork five days ago, the Pharisee will tell the person, this is your judgment. God wants you here. God said for you to get shot and die out, thus said the Lord. And they got their phone in their hand to call 911, but they'll literally watch you bleed out because... You ate pork five days ago and the Pharisees don't feel like you deserve it. And then they'll go and say, they'll do a class about, I saw a brother the other day on the, and I'm talking about for tick because you don't play with me. Like, that's crazy. The only thing I don't like about the Pharisees when they were in my life was just playing in my face. You know, playing in my face as if you weren't like sent 
Um, <clears throat> and then when you see what you get, you see the person you meet, right? And you see it's not what is hidden for it. Then you feel weird and you, and you do weird things and you start moving weird. Um, let me calm down. But the Pharisees will make excuses for your death. They'll make excuses for rape. They'll make excuses for sodomy, anything. They'll make excuses. And the main thing is, if you are not a part of their crew, or if you are not doing what they what they think you should be doing, the Pharisees will let you die. And they will tell you that it was God. When honestly, think about this again. If the, if the Pharisees were able to plot on the Messiah and our Father who are in heaven heard their thoughts, saw their plots, then they were allowed to do it. That means that they were just sent here to be wicked. I don't want to be a Pharisee where I'm reading the scriptures, I'm doing all the laws, and God knew that I would turn my back on the Messiah and kill him. You all understand how deep that is? That's why I love showing love, showing kindness gets you way better when you, you know, not saying that you shouldn't do the laws, such and commandments, but add that into it. And you will be okay. But when you add that roughness of being a Pharisee to it, where you like cutthroat and thus said the Lord. Yeah, it might've been that, but sometimes we have right from wrong. When you know something is wrong, regardless of what you feel is what you feel should happen. That's when God is nudging you. I guarantee it. Maybe possibly one of those Pharisees mind would have been written down, but maybe they, they, some one of them thought like, man, he's picking corn cause he's hungry. He ain't, he, you know, he's hungry. But and he said, it's not a big deal, but no, they, they made a big deal out of it. They made a big deal because the, the Pharisees, they take so much pride in everybody seeing them as perfect. So if you, a believer, you're not perfect. You, you might dibble dabbled in things as a believer and the Pharisees find out they will take that as an opportunity to kill you. Yes. Pharisees kill. They are capable of killing people to protect their cause. Now, I'm not talking about anybody in particular. So right now. So I would just say that, you know, Pharisees. Uh, <laughs> and I, I, I'm not trying to be like messy it's just when i meet people and i know me too i could probably have a pharisee spirit you know i could do that i could think well why would this person i could be like oh i wouldn't do that if i did if i was that person i wouldn't do that and but when i have power if i had power it's a whole different thing when you have power and you decide to utilize it to be uh a coward that's weird So a Pharisee glorifies in his connection with godly men. Um, there are many who connect with someone who is a, has a form of godliness. So they will glorify connections with God, other men of their religious stat standpoint, right? And so they will cluster with their own, okay? But they will not venture out to the rest of the world that needs them. 
because again, you you can look perfect within your go get along get along go along get along group, right? You can look perfect within your circle, but go outside of your circle. Go out there and venture out to the things that you and 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 most of them, some of them, at least um, they don't do that. They stand in a very comfortable spot on their podium, and they don't really they only connect with their own kind they go out there to preach but they only connect with their own kind when the messiah was here on the earth he was able you have you ever dealt with you ever seen these modern day 304s these modern day 304s they're hard to get into their heads are fully 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 consumed with money and power so sometimes like if a 304 is like if I'm on TikTok, which I don't know why TikTok allows, you know, these girls to teach young kids how the game is, because that's what it is. Because I'm like, why the heck are prostitutes able to be on TikTok showcasing their life, showcasing their day to day life? Like, why is that on there? So I would talk because I'm like, that's a dangerous lifestyle. Um, so I'll, I'll, I'll try to tell the ladies like, Hey man, this is not worth it. Go get a job. Like go work regular. And if you're pimp, you like, give me his number. I'll, I'll hit you. I'll hook you up. I'll, I'll call police on him. I'm, I'm stays away. Like I'll help you. Like that's the things that the Messiah would do. He'll talk to the lowest of the low. He ain't going to sit up there and, uh, uh, see that there's a whore in front of him, a sexy red whore. Maybe the girl's a whore because she was molested at four years old. Maybe she was put into the monarch program. Yes, let's get into some conspiracies. This government we have that we live in in the United States, they will prostitute young girls and boys from the ages of whatever, groom them to become sexual fetishes for sexual deviants. So you might come across the woman who is sexually deviant and it's because someone might have raped her at a young age and the demon, what's his name? It's the demon of lust came upon her. The demon of lust will cause a black Zion woman to not have love in her life, to be used by every man because the demon of lust goes upon her. Sexy Red is a demonic ass, messianic, Illuminati. We can't even, but yes, she's put out there to get the young children. She's been probably in, in, introduced into the monarch program. So y'all got to look, look, up, look up, like when you're dealing, when you guys want to tease women for being fast, some of them are put into that position through things that y'all don't even understand. There are things out here that you don't understand. There are girls out here, and I'm going sideline because this is what, you know, uh, just, it's just like, anyway, I don't know why I'm getting on that, but when you're dealing with the woman who is fast, it's because someone put her there. So when I was talking to the women who are doing prostitution, it's hard to get them out of that because the money and the man and the programming that she was put under, the monarch program. Some people who've been put in that monarch program, unbeknownst to some, some of some, they get butterfly tattoos. You get the Medusa tattoos. You know, these women mark themselves with the tattoos that the spirit 
of lust puts on them. Like these, I'm telling y'all, it gets deep. Y'all sitting up there thinking these some of these girls want to do it. It's a spirit upon them. They don't know their vagina. They don't know their hormones. And they don't know that they've been groomed by grown men, some of these women, to be sex slaves later on in life. That's what happens to some of these women. And and I'm not saying, I don't, I, you know, Sexy Red, she took an oath to the Illuminati, to the Masons, wherever she took an oath to, she took an oath. She took an oath to something that ain't of God. So I, I can't really defend her. She's done. She's a she's a demon. She's all, she's here to she's she's a king. She's you know the the, the prince. Well, blah, blah, blah. the devil's uh he's in high places and low places. She's a low place. She's a little person. She's the little people who get the devil's plan out. So yeah, she's bad. She's bad, but she's a she's an archetype of what these programs do to young women like that get into this stuff who get into get around the wrong groups of powerful men who put them into weird situations y'all like that stuff be real so you know even when you're dealing with someone who's a whore like still like she might be a whore because her daddy did something to her when she was two years old she got touched when she was two she don't want to talk about it you know i mean grown women i meet who've been molested and, and and they're maybe 60, 50, 70 years old and it bothers them to the day. Maybe they didn't get slutted out. Maybe they didn't turn to a whore, but it, it messed them up in other ways. Some women just want to do it and they're trash. Some of them don't, you know, some of them, when I talk to some of them girls, they block me. They don't want to talk to me. When I tell people like, hey man, it's just not worth it. Like sit to them, talk to them like they're regular people. You know, Pharisees, they'll see a prostitute and be like, da, 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 and then low-key be lusting after her. Low-key be lusting after her. Low-key be wanting that that girl, okay? A Pharisees will know someone would used to be a hoe and then try to turn her back into a hoe. They will turn the daughters of Zion into a hoe and then go back next week on a Sabbath and go preach and go home to their wives and kids. Yes, this is what Pharisees do. And 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 and, and their friends, their other Pharisee friends will tell them it's okay because again, maybe the prostitute ate pork five days ago. So on top of her being a prostitute or a hoe, she ate pork. So now all the friends are now trying to get their manhood wet. And they're also going to deny the, you know, the woman, the power of Christ, because she deserves it. She deserves to be treated like smut and filth. I'm talking about maybe a repented one. Okay. And I'm not talking about myself. I am talking about, but I, I, I'm talking about how these people move. Okay. They'll eat, you know, and it's not too many of them. There's some that have the heart of God on them that have met. But when they know you go through things, the Pharisees will, you know, sometimes the Pharisees will sit on their podium and they will expect you to reach out to them. They might have all the knowledge in the world that they that God has given them. They might have went through hell and back. And the Pharisees will expect you to reach out to them on their podium. They make themselves into a demigod where now you are you know, needing help and they can see, they can, they can hear that you might've got your hands and feet and your eyes gouged out 
the Pharisees will say, ha, 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 that's what they get because they ate pork five days ago, and but they, 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 have, but they have the first aid kit to save you, but they won't because they'll say it's God's plan. But really, I don't know, y'all. Why, 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 why go there? There are times in my life where I know right from wrong. And I really truly believe that God hardens the hearts of Pharisees. He hardens their hearts. He hardens the hearts of people. And then that's what happens is that the hearts get hardened because they weren't there. Like, I really truly believe the reason why the Most High can allow wickedness to happen is because he has to work with the wicked soul that's not, that was never going to be about nothing to begin with. That's the only way his, his plans can come out. It's through another wicked person. He has to work. And so if you're a Pharisee and God has, has allowed you to turn a blind eye to somebody's, uh, let's say like the, 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 whatever person's going through or, you know, you're judging them heavily. Um, you got to wonder why the most high pick you to do that job. Why he pick you to be the person that can ignore someone who has his hands and feet and eyes gouged out. Why did he pick you? Because your heart ain't right. God will work with the wicked too. That's the gag. Y'all don't get it. Like y'all be like, yeah, God, you know, some people be like, yeah, God's in control, which he is, but he works with the wicked too. So if he allowed you to be, do something that was wrong, that would not be looked upon right by others, but you felt it was right because your religious told, religion told you to do it. You got to wonder why would God pick you? Why did he pick you? He works with the wicked too. The wicked can, can will, will uh, also do God's plans, right? If we're going to go there. Just because you were capable of ignoring someone's murder. Look at like there's, um, I don't mean to be messy, but there's been times where, um, you know, you have a Pharisee and a, let's say Jehovah Witnesses, right? The Jehovah Witnesses. Filled with Pharisees, filled with weird people, right? Not, you know, they're stuck. Some of the people in Jehovah, you know, I used to be Jehovah's Witness, never was baptized, but grew up for years, years, years as Jehovah's Witness, never baptized. Okay, almost got baptized, but I just knew, you know, I took baptism very seriously when I was a Christian. Okay, so um, I didn't get baptized. But think about it. You're in a kingdom hall, right? In the kingdom hall, we're all chilling, you know, everybody's chilling. And then the men down the aisle could have messed with the five-year-old and the elder up there knows it. He talked to the, 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 the brother and the brothers, and he talked to the brother because when you're a Joe witness, everything's in-house, never out-house, in-house. So when you handle things in-house, you could truly see the Pharisee spirit because Pharisees never move in fairness. Okay. So even in then, let's think about it. God's God's with Jehovah's Witnesses, right? Because they're doing what they want. They're living out their life. They're, they're, they're allowing, you know, things to happen in their congregation because God's allowing it. Correct. So you got to wonder, well, why is Jehovah Witnesses and Catholics, why do they have the most highest rates of rape and um, um, corruption? 
why God's allowing it, right? So Pharisees, I want you to think like, why is God allowing, you know, one of the biggest, biggest religious? I mean, if you, if you ever been around like the memorial for Jesus, it's a three-day service. It's a three-day, you go there three days. You meet up maybe once, some people, depending on your loyal, you know, your loyalty towards the church. But you'll go and when you see the amount of Jehovah Witnesses, there's a lot. A lot. There's a lot of Jehovah Witnesses. Millions. When I went to the memorial for the Messiah, there were so many people I remember seeing. I've never seen, you know, like you, you go into a stadium and you think you're, you know, you're about to go see Beyonce or somebody, you know, it's huge. There's no seats uncovered. The floors are even, um, you know, done. They, at the back in those days, they used to have like, you know, like the Jewish people in Israel, you know, they have little boxes where you can donate and put money to donate. There'll be boxes and the arena is filled with cash. And this is what God permitted. So again, Pharisees, like, again, why would God allow such a big organization to become big, but then they have one of the biggest cover-ups of child rape? Because there's Pharisees there. There are people that y'all, y'all don't understand this because you, some of y'all that be in power and you guys have churches and you're, and you're allowed God allows you to turn. He'll turn, you know, Pharisees' hearts wicked. Or again, like the guy in the in the pew, pew you know, in the seat might have touched a little five-year-old five, or 13-year-old or and 13-year-old goes, tells the mom, the mom tells the elder, the elder talks to the man. They, they kick him out for a couple of months, maybe a year to get his life right because I don't like that y'all churches, every church does this. People don't change, y'all. Think about it. Look at your fat on your belly. How long does it take for you to decide you want to change it? It might have taken you to get sick to change it. People don't want to change. So, and then when it comes to a man's appetite or woman's appetite for sexual powers like that, like they're not going to stop. They're not going to stop. If someone's attracted to a child, they're forever going to be attracted to a child, especially if it's a little one. So the Joe witnesses, they give the benefit of the doubt. Pharisees give molesters rapists, murderers, benefit of the doubt. But when you're a true innocent victim, they don't like that because that to, to, to stand up for the victim means that they have to actually have a heart. And remember, Pharisees, their hearts are hardened. They have to be hardened because they have to be able to ignore God's people and do the right thing. Everything has to be under religious under what's abided by the law of their religion. It's never about authenticity and doing the right thing. It's about what looks right amongst my group of men, my friends, my colleagues, what's the right thing to do with them. So God knows how to pick out whose heart to harden to do certain things to pull out his purpose, right? So he will work with someone whose heart is hardened. Like, let's go back. So the guy in the Jehovah Witness, he's like, they're tell, the family's telling the elders what happened and everything's in-house with Jehovah Witnesses. So the guy gets kicked out for maybe a couple of months, a couple of years, comes back and does it again. There are serial rapists, rapists in that, in that organization. Why? Because there's Pharisees that 
that that have it and other types of people that I don't want to know don't want to even delve into knowing but there are other types of people in that organization and when you dealing with other types of people in a church organization and it's a Pharisee spirit you're never going to see the right thing happen there because the Pharisees will joke about them not defending you because they don't understand that God knew their heart would be wicked. So he knew that they he will turn them away. We are all tests to each other. Pharisees don't, they get so caught up in their pride that they don't even see what they did wrong. So for me, when I was dealing with some a Pharisee, the Pharisee brought spies in, okay? Because you come up on here, you listen to me, I might come off. I don't know how I come off, you know? But somebody might want to see if I'm really about that life, if I really am who I say I am. So they might come into my life and, and you know, showcase this in front of me or showcase this. And if I decide to participate, now the Pharisee will go back to their groups of friends and say, this is not who they say they are. Because Pharisees, again, they, on the outside looking in, they look perfect. I knew some Pharisees that wore Zeke Zeke's fringes, fringes on their sleeves, fringes on everywhere, fringes everywhere. But then, you know, as soon as they get in front of a woman, their, 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 their children and their wife don't matter. Their life don't matter. Nothing, none of those things matter. It's fornication city or sinful city or I'm going to do what I do as I will city and, 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 and repent later. Repent and blame the person who you participated in those actions with as a problem. Because if I'm out here and I'm out on the streets preaching and I got people looking at me and I got people looking up to me, but I, but I go and I do what I want with other people. But, you know, I, I can, I can think that I'm bigger than what I am. You know, if I can go out there and there's people paying attention to me and I'm preaching, but on the low, behind the scenes, I'm living a double life, you know, and we're all double-minded, quiet as is kept. We could be double-minded in so many ways that you wouldn't even recognize. You got to know yourself to know when you're double-minded. We could be double-minded. It's life, boo. It happens. You just got to repent and try not to do it again. Pharisees don't understand the simple mathematics of that. They getting, you know, they get, they, they, they everything, you know, they, you got to be, perfect and that's where you have problems you know um so let me see now i am not talking about anybody particular but yes away from them because <laughs> they be the baddest too they be bad i feel sorry for any woman who's married to a pharisee because these men will be messing with trannies you never know i don't think i experienced that so i don't want to bear false witness yeah i have 
not in a, not in the, not with the last people I knew, but I I met people who who were really really religious and you know <laughs> be careful of them really heavy 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 Bible you know ain't nothing wrong with knowing the scriptures I have a horrible memory if I had a really good memory oh my goodness yeah but ain't nothing wrong with knowing the scriptures but I'm talking about like I knew somebody man they'll get on um. And they're probably big mad at me to this day because I talk about I talk about them on there because hey man, but um, they used to do like Bible classes and they would be so like I I would watch it. They'll do it with this old girlfriend or boyfriend, something they had friend or whatever. They used to do these Bible verse classes, right? And they were so believable. But I am really good at you know looking when someone's acting. So I was like, eh. You know, but I was like, maybe they're just nervous. But no, um, you, you know, if they're incredible mind this person had, very, very intelligent person. You know, a lot of people when they they really get at scriptures and breaking it down, they be very intelligent. That you know, most high bless a lot of these Pharisees that have very good memory retention and and to get the scriptures down. But it's the life, it's the actions where you can tell, like, it, and it's 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 it. So, um, this person was really good at the scriptures. They, you know, they had a good amount of people listening and watching them. And then a couple of months, a year later, they're into some hotep stuff and you know things that has nothing to do with God. And, and it's like. Pharisee, and you only got what God is from other Pharisees, and you never really had no experience with God. It's easy to to, to depart from Him and and go on your way and live a different life that that is that is that has nothing to do with Him. You know, the devil can come in very easily and 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 and. and, and fool you into believing that there's not even no God. And, and 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 that can happen to these Pharisees because one thing about them is is that when I when I spoke to some of them, you know, um I'll ask them, what was your experience with God? Like how what makes you believe that God is real? Like what what makes you believe God is real? Not not the Bible. No shade. I'm not trying to say uh uh, anyway, I'm not trying to say the Bible doesn't matter, so don't get that in your head, anybody. I'm just saying, like, what experiences with when you read the scripture, what experiences have you had to know that God is real? Ask someone that. Ask someone who's really, you know, proclaims to what you know, loving God and his son, ask them what experience have you had to know that God is real? Now, I personally, when someone tells me, oh, I know the scriptures and God, and you know, they start going to God in the Bible, that's fine and dandy, but I don't trust somebody like that. And I'm gonna tell you why later. But I don't trust people who only have faith from reading the scriptures. This is a person who is going to possibly be dangerous later. Okay. 
when you have a relationship and you develop, you read the scriptures, sometimes the most high will, most times, all times, he will show you he's real through the smallest things to the biggest things in your life. And if you don't have somebody who's capable of telling you something that God did for them, stay away from them. They're there for the notoriety. They're there for, and then maybe, maybe, maybe also, let me, let me not get too, they might have been new and they, and they haven't had experiences yet to where they can see that there's a true living God where God hasn't worked with them. So they might be new to their faith. I'm not talking about people like that. I'm talking about people who, who've been in this and you ask them what they believe in and they, they start quoting scriptures. Yes, that's a great thing. But what's your testimony? What's your witness? What, what did you, where, what did God do for you that me as a person on the outside looking in can see tangible things in your life, your fruits that God has done? My fruits, these, the Pharisees try to make my fruit look dark, nasty and dark and, and rotten. That's not where God wants me at. I guarantee y'all, like, you know, some people have their moments with me and this is what they decide to do. So God takes you somewhere else sometimes. He puts you elsewhere in different groups, different settings, different people to be around. So when you get around that type of situation, again, like ask people what they've been through. And I don't know where I went there, y'all. I just went off. Sorry about that. But you you would find that Pharisees never really had experiences with God. It's mainly um, some of them hold fast. You know, they hold fast to things that everybody obviously can see. But when was the time where, and I could be a Pharisee, but there's I'm just saying for my own, I'm not being a Pharisee because I feel like, damn, I'm hella judgmental right there. But when was the time when someone has actually had a time where God saved them from a sickness. When you were sick and, and all things were going to go towards death and 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 then and, and then you miraculously kept living and living and living. And you can go and tell someone, well, yeah, I was diagnosed with, you know, cancer and I was given a one year to live, but here I am five years later. That's God. But, and, and imagine you got the scriptures, you got a testimony, you know how many people you can bring in compared to like saying, wait, 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 why, why aren't you wearing your tulips this way? Your tulips are supposed to be upward, not downward. Why is it that way? Ah, oh, see, you're wrong. And that's why you were going to go to hell. And that's why we're not going to offend you because you got to, you know, it's a heartless soul. Heartless. So, you know? Because they don't, if you really had experiences with God, you know that, hey, sometimes, most times, most time moves in very small ways, not big, but small sometimes, right? Um, so you'll know like, hey, my, 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 what I do for this person may be big or small is going to matter to this person. Pharisees don't think that way. They just think about, well, what? does it look like on the outside looking in they they don't understand the inner parts of the spiritual world of like how the most high will work in the most smallest matters and how even their decisions go into god's smallest the biggest matters again the pharisees 
that were on the earth when the Messiah was walking here, God knew their hearts. He knew what they were going to do. If you are a Pharisee and you know you're doing something wrong, you know you're supposed to do the right thing, but you telling yourself God said to do it, it's because God knew you were wicked. He knew your soul and your spirit was going to turn and do the wrong thing. And, it, and, and you might want to boast that, yeah, I did this and they deserved it because they ain't doing X, Y, and Z correctly and God punished them. But you got to understand, why did God allow you to be the punisher? What's up with your heart? What, where did he see in your heart that you would be a psychopath and like make excuses for doing the wrong thing? That's what you got to look at. The Pharisees felt like they did the right thing. They felt like they did the right thing. So. Let me get some quick things. So the Pharisees will boast in their fasting. They'll boast in their holiness. Um, Pharisees do not mingle with unconverted people. They do not. Um, they do not have friends that are of different lifestyles because they're Pharisees. They have to hang around people just like them. The only time they can really change people is when they're on a podium. Life to life, day to day, they are too good to talk to the small people. So they only hang out with people who are converted like them. Um, the critic uh, Pharisees are critical of other people in small matters. Um, Pharisees live by rules. In our church, you cannot do that. What does not? They live by rules. But they live by rules that were man-made. They, I can't, I, I'm almost losing time on this, so I have, I'm not going to do a part two, but I just want to give you some things. Pharisees are motivated by jealousy, hatred, murder, and progression. You may only take step one, but it leads to others. So they, it's a Cain religion. So Pharisees will be jealous of those who really, truly the most high is working with, and they will try to destroy the person by any means necessary. They will send people in to try to destroy you. Spies, okay? Because, and they're capable of murder. Yes, Pharisees are capable of murder. How many people have you known that have killed somebody um, and then they use God as a reason? Those will be Pharisees. They, they Pharisees truly believe that when they are doing wickedness, it's because God permitted them to do it and they will do it. So when they murder someone, they will say, well, God allowed it. God does evil, God does good. So they will say, well, I did evil and God allowed it. And this is what Pharisees is how they're able to murder people and have hatred is because they have warped mindsets like that. Well, they don't realize, yeah, God allows things, but there's also cause and effect and you could do right from wrong. Everybody has free will. So a Pharisee doesn't realize they, they did free will to go against someone because they felt that they could because the person does not live up to their religious uh, looks or things. So anyway, Pharisees are careless in their speech. Um, and it says Pharisees neglect their own family. 
responsibilities in the name of religion. So, you know, again, um, I can go, I could do a part two. And I think I'm going to do a part two of this one because I don't want to rush into it. But Pharisees will neglect their family and say it's because of the church.